I often speak about the incredible benefits of meditation. Meditation, breath work, any kind of mindfulness practice that helps you strengthen your ability to stay present and to stop focusing so much on the past or the future. So mindfulness practices are incredibly valuable, especially in the context of dealing with a problem like retroactive jealousy. And for over 10 years now, I've been telling retroactive jealousy sufferers that they should really consider starting some kind of basic meditation or mindfulness practice. However, I get a lot of pushback from people. In fact, many of the viewers on this channel, readers of my blog, and sometimes even coaching clients tell me, Zach, I tried meditation, but I can't do it because I'm bad at it. If that sounds familiar, if you feel like you're bad at meditation, I think you're gonna to wanna to see the rest of this video. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work, you can find my website at retroactivejealousy.com. So when you make a statement like, I'm bad at meditation, you're building that statement, I believe, based on two pernicious myths. Myth number one, if you say that you are bad at meditation, that says to me that you have some idea in your mind of what good meditation looks like. And I think many people who think they are bad at meditation think that good meditation involves being in this state of just transcendent bliss, complete peace of mind. You're like one with the Buddha and monks in the Himalayas, and you're just kind of one with the universe, this transcendent experience of total oneness with all things. I think a lot of people who think they're bad at meditation think that's what good meditation looks like. And as I often tell coaching clients and students in my online courses, I promise you that even someone like the Dalai Lama <laughs> or the Buddha in his time had moments where he or, or she felt that they were bad at meditation. We all have those moments when the thoughts come rushing back and we're unsettled and we're uncomfortable and we think, why the heck are we spending so much time learning this silly technique? Even the quote unquote best meditators have extremely challenging moments. And good meditation is not about some transcendent state of bliss. Good meditation is all about practice. In my opinion and the opinion of many other people who I respect, good meditation is about remaining diligent and simply making the attempt and staying consistent with the attempt over extended periods of time. When I was in my early 20s, I got very interested and I remain very interested in Zen Buddhism. So you've probably heard of Buddhism. Zen is a tradition that originated in China and Japan and parts of Korea. It's an ancient spiritual tradition. There's an enormous amount of wisdom in Zen Buddhism. And one example of this wisdom is the aphorism that the mark of a good meditator is someone who takes the time to plant their behind on a seat. In other words, the mark of a good meditator is simply making the attempt and strengthening that habit, strengthening that muscle, strengthening that discipline to keep going at it, to keep making the attempt over extended periods of time. That is what good meditation is about. So if you have this idea that good meditation is all about being blissed out all the time, that's completely wrong. To go deeper into this idea, you know, I've had some very challenging moments in meditation. I've gone on these long 10-day uh, retreats and done meditation, and it's not all bliss, needless to say, when you're meditating for 10 days straight and you're not talking to anyone and you don't have your phone and the internet and you're really living like a monk for 10 days. It is not all fun. In fact, you'll have some extremely challenging moments if you do that. Extremely 
painful moments where these old demons come up sometimes or you feel completely unmotivated and you just think, why the hell am I spending <laughs> my vacation in this cabin in the woods? You'll have all kinds of demons come to the fore over those 10 days of doing a retreat like this. And some people might say, well, that doesn't sound like good meditation. And I would argue that it actually is. Because again, meditation is about building up that muscle. And if you get serious about meditation, you're going to have some challenging moments. You're gonna have some painful moments. You're gonna have some frustrating moments, but I still wouldn't consider that bad meditation. In fact, I'd argue that that actually is the mark of the opposite. So to sum up this little rant, if you feel like you are a bad meditator, you're bad at meditation, I would urge you to give it another chance and to reframe the way you see meditation. Because again, it isn't about trying to attain oneness with the universe of all, all the time. And it also isn't accurate to say that unless I'm feeling totally blissed out and peaceful, that wasn't a good meditation session. Meditation is all about strengthening that muscle and crucially strengthening your ability to disconnect from thoughts that aren't serving you. And these can be good thoughts, these can be bad thoughts, doesn't matter. You need to work on your ability to simply let thoughts go to sort of start watching your thoughts as clouds in the sky rather than responding emotionally to them, rather than providing them with energy, rather than giving them undue significance or meaning, rather than buying into the narrative that these thoughts have. It's simply about strengthening your ability to disconnect from thoughts and building that routine, building that habit over time. That's the mark of a good meditator. In my book, you're a good meditator if you simply carve out the time, you stay committed to the practice rather than any particular outcome. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.